0: Now back to on the block with Stricken Austin on 937
1: the Ticket and the ticketfm.com. Jumping right back into it here on the bottom of our two of On the Block. We go to the Honda Ling and Hotline. Welcome in Steve Simple of Husker Online, the on three site for Nebraska, and of course, early break with Sip and Jake right here on 937 the ticket. Sip, long time no chat. How are you doing?
0: <laughs> it hasn't been that long, Austin. How are you guys
1: doing? Well, it feels like it It's been too long for some of us, but uh we're doing good here. I want to get your thoughts first of all on uh, the volleyball day in Nebraska that we heard about at the end of last week. Uh, a whole shebang, whole big press conference. And when you say volleyball Memorial Stadium, Steve, to me, that's an incredible testament to to Terry Pettit and John Cook in the program that they built. It, it would have been hard to imagine a day like this with really any other coach or any other program at any other school. What does a day like this say about John Cook and what he's done?
0: Well, a couple things. I, I really appreciate that you mentioned Terry Pettit in that conversation because he got it off the ground. I mean, he really did. It, and you got to go back. you got to go back a ways. I think you have to go back – the late 70s, maybe, maybe, maybe early 80s. But it was that long ago that Terry really began building that program to the monster that it is now. And, of course, John Cook has, you know, he surpassed what Terry did, which is amazing. And then you captured it pretty well, Austin. It's unique, and it's a very unique part of our existence here, right? It's It's a unique part of our existence in this state that, that this can be – that this can actually be done and where we're talking about perhaps drawing 50,000 people to a volleyball match. You're right. There's just not – I don't know if there's another place you could do it. Um, maybe, but I don't think so. Um, so unique is a word for sure. Um, I'm glad you mentioned pet it And then I would – the one thing I would add is going to be really um, – sort of fascinating to watch it unfold how the court's set up. Um, there's going to be a concert, you know, so there's going to be a, there's going to be a volleyball court in the North end zone and then a stage, um, closer to midfield. And then how does the night, how does the night unfold? What's the weather like? Um, yeah, so much of it is unique and it'll just be, it's sort of an interesting study. Um, and you know what there's a beauty to it for guys like Strick and me that are older. We've seen a lot, but we've never seen this, so that's good. I like that
1: What did you learn about Trev Alberts and his vision for the athletic department under his watch with that announcement?
0: Well, I mean, Trev thinks big, and in that in that regard, he's like john John Cook I mean John is a big thinker right? he's a big dreamer um and that's good. And that's, I, I hope people, even guys like me can learn from that a little bit, but Trev's and Trev's like that too. Um, it's sort of, a Oh, this is pretty, um, this is a pretty, uh, I'm trying to think of the right word. It's pretty aggressive. I mean, it's again, it's, you're taking some chances here. It's not, it's not something that's easily pulled off. So, um, I give, I give everybody involved a lot of credit.
1: Do you think that we could see this spill over into potential football scheduling in the future? I mean, Trev Albert's got his guy and Matt rule that he got to pick after that search process. Do you think that, you know, if the football program gets back and humming at a level Trev Albert's likes, do you think we'll see some aggression in terms of, you know, big name neutral site matchups sort of scheduling from Nebraska football as well?
0: I don't, I've never heard that. I've never, it'd be a, it would be total conjecture on my part. The only, I mean, Matt rule seems to be of that sort of mind, but he's got to get his program to where it's ready for that. Mm -hmm. So I think it's, I don't know. I don't know how, you know what? I don't know. I don't know how Trev thinks about that, but um, rule seems, he just seems aggressive in all manners. So, it wouldn't surprise me, but that's kind of getting a cart before the horse a
1: little bit. Fair enough. We're talking with uh, Steve Sippel here of Husker Online on 3 and uh, early break here on 93.7 The Ticket. Uh, Steve, your latest piece touched on Dylan Rayola and, and Carter Nelson. Without a doubt, the two most important recruits in this class, one of them a Husker legacy, one of them an in-state Husker compare and contrast their two experiences and how, you know, the the flashy five-star and the Uh eight-man football player could come together to help uh, Nebraska football, not just this year, but for years to come.
0: Well, that's a great question, Austin. I hadn't thought about it quite like you asked it, but their situations are much different, right? I mean, their their circumstances are vastly different. Dylan is in a, you know, a, a populous area. Um, With a high-profile father, um, and you know he's the number numero uno recruit in the country. Um, You know his dad's financially secure. Played 14 years in the NFL, and then and then so he. Everybody knows who he is, right, Dylan? Um, College football knows who Dylan Rayol is. A lot of it, not all of it, but a lot of it. Certainly, we do in this in this market now. On the other hand, you have Carter Nelson and Ainsworth up in the Sandhills, where most people just don't venture. You know, they, they don't get there. They don't know who he is. Um, they know a little bit more now because he's got that number one ranking for the state of Nebraska. And we did a we did some stories on him and put him on video, and now there's his profile. His profile grew a little bit, um, and he's fascinating. And it is sort of fascinating that. Dylan could be thrown to him. Um, they are they're integral. And you know what, you know what? Another interesting no there's one parallel. I don't know where they're going. I don't I don't right. know if Nebraska can get them. It's cuz it'll probably be close on both of them. It's not I don't look at either of them and say, "Oh, this is a slam dunk." There's a lot it'll go it'll be close. And um, that's my feel for sure for Dylan and it's kind of my early feel for Nelson. I'll tell you something about Carter Nelson. He plays his cards really close to the vest, if you notice. If you watch any of his interview, if you watch his interview we had with him, or if you just talk to him yourself, that, or talk to his father, who's his basketball coach, they don't tip their hands at all. And, and you know what? Schools are coming from all over the place now. Uh, last I checked, he had 27 Power 5 offers. At Alabama, you know Notre Dame flew in, Marcus Freeman flew in to aidsworth, the Notre Dame coach, so um i it's Rule and his staff there's there's a certain amount of pressure there, right, mm-hmm. and it's good pressure, it's the kind of pressure you want, and they're in both conversations, and that's all you can really ask,
2: yeah, so sip one thing is i'm I'm gonna be at the game tonight, Michigan State okay. comes into town okay. um. There's a couple of games left, but when you look at the schedule of what's left in, in the possibility of Nebraska to move up, two questions. One, did you think that we would even be having this discussion or even in this spot to be looking at a move up? Or um, do you think that the seniors and the leadership that they provided would be able to finish this thing off the right way?
0: Well, I didn't. I wouldn't have guessed it. Remember, in, in January, they for a period there they lost five of six or six of seven. They lost six of seven games. Right up, six of seven games right up until the end of January, Eric. And no, no, not at that point. I I probably wouldn't have guessed it. Um, I didn't think they were bad though. I have never really thought this. You know what, Eric? And and if you listen to our show, I mean, I think people would say. I'm not full of it. I, I never thought it was a bad team, even when they losing six of seven. I thought it was there could be trouble. I mean, if you're if you lose six of seven and for a period in January, you, you know you you naturally wonder if the kids will, how much how will they stay invested? Could it spin out of control? Could there be one more injury that would doom them? You sort of have those thoughts, and there's so much losing, right? When they when the losses are coming. Bam, 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 bam. You, you, it's, you can't help but have some negative thoughts. but you know they they just did a tremendous job. And I'm glad you credit the kids. Fred deserves a lot of credit for sure. Fred, Fred is a good bench coach, and Fred has his team prepared all the time. It, now, in past, they didn't execute. I, I don't think the plan's ever the problem with Fred. I don't think it has been. It certainly hasn't been this year. I think execution of his plan has been an issue, um, but now this team executes at a high level, mm-hmm. and and they they do execute the plan at a high level. They the, the beauty about this team that you you guys see you you talk about it a lot. Their chemistry is excellent. Um, they've stayed healthy now with this group of guys. They you know they had the tough injuries that Gary and Bandemel, but this group has stayed healthy. And they're, hey, I mean, I love them tonight to win. I do. I've said it on my show today. I like them to win by seven or more. Um, I, I, I just think they're scary right now. Mm. They're, they're pl- you know, they have Tomanaga, They have an inside and outside game going. But they also have Greasel that can do, that can do damage. Um, Wiltshire is capable. He's a capable shooter. Struggles at times. But, man, I've, I've said it on your show before. I love his shot. I love the way it looks. Um, and when, it's, when he's on, it's, it's really pretty. Mm. So, yeah, they got some stuff here, and I like them. I, I like them. They're a scary team right now.
1: Last one for you, Steve, before we let you go. It might not be the best win of the season for Nebraska, given that you beat Iowa by 16, and you also beat Creighton up in Omaha. But is it fair to say that a win over Michigan State tonight would be the most important win for Nebraska basketball this season?
0: Yeah, I think when you're thinking about the postseason, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're really in good shape for the NIT if you win. And you, and you know what? I don't know. I, it seems like people don't – they almost look at you like you're crazy if you start talking about the NCAA tournament. But, you know, if you beat Michigan State and go win at Iowa, then you've kind of set yourself up for a little bit of a run. And if you could get three wins at the Big, 12, at the Big Ten tournament, I don't know. I mean, you start looking at it. You know, you're, you're winning 9 of 10, 10 of 11. I mean, it gets – you start putting yourself in that, that NCAA conversation at least. And I believe that they can do something like that. I, if they don't, it'll only be because they lose a, a couple close games. I just don't. Mm. I just don't see a team right now having their way with this team. I, they're playing too well and they're too confident
2: right now. I would have to agree, and I, 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 think I said something very similar. I say if you can win out and you can go down there and get to the semifinal, final, and and look like good and doing it. You, I mean, you're you got some good quad ones and, 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 and you know a lot of quad twos, and, and why, why not it's be in the hot. discussion, right? Yeah. yeah, and you're really hot. I
0: mean, they're yeah. gonna look at that. If you win 9 of 10 10 of 11 you can't i mean you can't ignore that team yeah it's, so yeah i think it could get kind of silly
1: we like silly we like fun it's been enjoyable and uh we'll be talking about it you'll be writing about it he's steve Sipple. uh you hear him on early break with sip and jake every weekday morning here on ninety three seven the ticket check out his work uh at husker online the on three site for nebraska steve good as always to chat with you uh, have a good rest of your day
0: thank you guys take care
1: Steve Simple with us here, as he is on uh, Tuesdays here on The Block. We'll step aside, uh, come back with the crossover here on The Block. Jay's traveling, but DP's in the house. Uh, We'll get his thoughts on all sorts of stuff in the wide world of sports for The Crossover to wrap up on The Block after this.